I'm well, a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500. I'm just Captain Fun. I guess. Or a captain suit, the show from now on. I don't like the half point. Well, that's called the hook. I don't like it. What the hook How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm going to have a coronary. I'm getting too old for this job, but you guys may have won. Upset. If you look back at where the term came from, it was from a horse race. Upset when did you turn a, into Cliff Clavin? I like this job. <laughs> I've had it for a long time, Paul. Last one. This is like chemistry lab. I You're just, on the verge of next year's Super Bowl. I can't Bowl. help Let what I think. Be honest, Paulie. You're not doing this for <laughs> other people's entertainment. You are truly enjoying this. This is Orange Nation. With Stephen Fonte and Paulie Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Pauly Sibili. I'm Stephen Fontes. We welcome you into a Tuesday edition of Orange Nation. We're going to talk some NFL on the show today. John Schmelk, host reporter for the New York Giants, will join us as he does every Tuesday coming up at 12.15. We do have a game from last night to talk about with him. Cowboys-Giants. Uh, Dallas wins it 23-16. Coming up at 1.30, Donna DeTota, basketball writer for Syracuse.com. First official practice of the preseason held yesterday Whoa. inside the Mellow Center. Shh. Football season. Plus, I don't care uh, about first practice. We talk about practice. It's flying under the radar. This team's good and basketball's yes, starting up. And nobody's sh- talking about it. That's a good thing. That's it a good thing. It should be that way. We're going to talk about it today for 10 minutes. Puxatani Jim needs to go back into his hole. Till... Till November. Then we'll start talking. We'll mix in your phone calls throughout it. What if this uh, is one of those years, Steve? 7644, yeah. When we have good basketball and good football in this That'd town be again. something. And everybody's happy. Santa comes. Well, not everybody was happy yesterday. I, I thought most would be. 4-0 start. Yeah, how did we get calls that were negative yesterday? Schrader. There's always going to be people nitpicking, but... When it, you can nitpick the basketball program, I'm all about that. You can do that. They they've won a lot. We're spoiled. You can find reasons to uh, to nitpick that. The, the football program is in a nitpick position right now. You take your wins, however you get them, no matter how good or bad someone plays. Just enjoy it for a couple of days. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to me because I listen, I, I understand that you haven't beaten a ranked opponent per se, but this isn't like you beat four <laughs> non conference opponents that were, you know, uh from the Mac or no, yeah, UConn's I mean, terrible, but no, and I understand that. But you beat three beat, that's my point though, you beat three power five opponents. Yeah. Now, it's not Clemson it's, and NC State, but it's fun. It's fun to beat those teams when you haven't beaten those teams. On a regular basis. 2-0 in the conference? In some people's whole lifetime. Yeah. Like our producer Jordan's lifetime. This might be the best, second best start of his lifetime in well, it ties, football. It, it ties for the best start. I mean, the yeah. the five, the last time they were 5-0 and was 87. He yeah. was not born in 87. Yeah, this is the best start. So in, it's tied for the best start in his, lifetime. in his lifetime. In, yeah. You know, and I'm not poo-pooing people's opinions. I mean, I am poo-pooing your attitude, though. Just enjoy it. That's... If they start winning regularly three, four years from now and they win a game and you want to nitpick the quarterback, go ahead. Right now, just sit back and enjoy it. This is this is uh this is rarefied air for us. When you say it out loud, you say first five and start, and again, yes, I'm I'm counting the fact that they're beating Wagner. It's gonna be the first five and start in thirty five years. Yeah, that's this might be the best 
the second best start in my lifetime. For, you know? Yeah. If it was 87, I doubt they did it in the 70s. Yeah, no, they 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 didn't do it. Yeah, um, so. yeah so this, you're right. This would be the second best start. Or so, yeah, enjoy it a little bit. Enjoy it a little lifetime. bit. You know, like, to be questioning Schrader right now, like, did anybody see him throw the football last year? Because I did, and it wasn't pretty. And this year, it's uh, it's it's uh, very it's kind of pretty. It hasn't been pretty for quarters, but in the fourth quarter, he's your guy. He's been uh, very car like, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I was listening to ESPN Radio on my way in today, and they were they were debating just that about Derek Carr, and if he's Keyshawn seems to think he's a top ten quarterback in the league, and nobody else agrees with him, and they they've been debating that, but um. You know, you have vast responsibilities, Paulie. Uh, Garrett Schrader is vastly improved from what right. he was a year ago, and and yes, it, it absolutely would would be the the second best start in our lifetime. You go back to the seventies as called up the media guy. I mean, you're talking seasons where you know, a couple three and eight seasons, five and six, four six and one. They did have a couple of winning seasons, six and five, seven and five. Um, but yeah, eighty seven, they ran the table. We know what happened in eighty seven. Um, Five and zero though would uh, this would be the first five and zero start since eighty seven thirty five years and and you're right second best start of our lifetime. I was sixteen back then. I think that was a long time ago. It's truly remarkable. I mean, and then you got to go back to the last time they were five and zero. After you know, like if you go back from eighty seven, you got to go all the way back to nineteen sixty. Steve, I appre- the year after they won the national title. I appreciate our callers, and I want them to call in and complain because it gives me something to yell about. But you know, I I don't get it as a fan right now. Like, I think I'm wired differently, but I just wanna I want to enjoy it as a fan. I understand that that people may be skeptical, cautious, optimism, like you know. Okay, they're four and zero, but who have they really beaten? And you know the schedule gets more difficult. They would not have beaten in that's fair. You know the past what several years? I mean, you know, twenty eighteen in the past twenty years they wouldn't have won these games. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's a fair point. I think that's a fair point. Um, So I'm not ready to just sit and nitpick them when they're winning. No, I know, but you said I don't understand. I think that that's part of it. Is that it's it's been two decades for the most part of losing, and it soured some of this fan base. You know, I mean, look at the crowds. I think we, yeah. you see that it's evident that some of the I fan base is I think this fan sour. base was a little sour even when they were winning. I remember when Coach P was here, he ran the ball too much. He, the option was outdated. Freeze option to the short side of the field. Yeah, the option's outdated. But it's this isn't the time. This Wait year. a couple weeks? Not even this. End, end this of October? Year, this year is not the year to nitpick after victories. You know, enjoy them. Have fun. This is, uh, we're not used to this. Now, let me ask you this. Are you, you being an SU fan, are you rooting for NC State this weekend against Clemson, or are you rooting for Clemson? I don't care. You don't care? No, because you're going to have to play one of them (laughs) (laughs) back-to-back weeks. Yeah, undefeated, so it doesn't matter. You know, I just... I root for Syracuse to beat them both when they get here. I just, I guess my thinking. When those days show up. My question is, because the NC State game is here, do you want that to be a monster game here? It's going to be a monster game even if they lose to Clemson because Clemson Clemson lost to any school in the ACC isn't bad. 
right? No, it's not bad. But they, if they win that game, you're talking about the, you know, they're top, probably going to be top five. Yeah, you know, you're talking about a top five opponent coming here when Syracuse is undefeated, five and zero oh against you know. It could be humbling, also. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, definitely. You know, because you says could, the guy who said who doesn't think NC State's all that good this year. No, I know. I'm just saying that I think Clemson will beat them, but. When they play the likes of Clemson and NC State, it may be humbling because they may not be at that level yet. They may be a top twenty-five team, but it's very much a sport where the it's the haves and the have-nots once you get out of the top ten, even the top five for that. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, and you look at the back end of the poll; a lot of ACC representation on the back end of the poll, but there is a difference between There's I think a anyway, huge Clemson, difference. NC State, and then those other teams mm-hmm. we're talking about. But there's a huge difference between any team in the top five as to where you are, even if you're 25th. Right. I would agree with that. You could get your ass handed to you. All right, let's hear from Dino Babers from yesterday. Okay, and we're going to hear about... <laughs> you just Are you throwing up signals so I don't I know? What, what one are we doing? I'm, I'm trying to do 17 here. You know, Dino okay, was gotcha. asked about why this team is different. Uh, from from last year to this year, you from the last few years, fingers? I don't have seventeen fingers. <laughs> okay. I was I was going one and then seven. <laughs> okay. That's right. All right, that, was, that was I was trying to do that. Explain the cut. Um, so he was asked, you know, what is different about this team uh, opposed to you know the last few years, and he said that you know this team does remind him a lot of twenty eighteen, not necessarily on the field, certainly the winning, but kind of what's happening off the field. There's things that they did in the summertime. Where I was looking at I'm going, the last time I saw that was that year. I did whistle. That's the second time in my entire life. I'm like, I stopped that. That they were just doing things that reminded me of really, really good teams. And then I, you know, after they had did it a couple of times, I, I alerted them to it. I said, this is what really good teams do. You guys need to keep this up. But uh, this is them. Okay, this is their time. We're all on it for the ride. We'll do our part and try to cross T's and dot I's. But they've got to go out there and and make tackles and make plays. And our job is to, while they're taking the test, we're the, we're the TAs, okay? We're the TAs, and we're going to do everything in our power to make sure they get the right answer. He was talking about how this is a really tight-knit group and that they play for each other, they play with each other, they believe in each other, and that's you know maybe a difference. You know, the, the, the topic of close game victories has come up the last several weeks, right? Because of the way they beat Purdue and then the way they beat Virginia. And, you know, his point is that they, they believe that they're going to win those games. And, you know, not that last year's team didn't believe. I, I don't know. You know, he didn't say that. But I think there is a confidence right now. And and that's why it goes back to, you know, whatever sport you're talking about. We talked about this in the sport of basketball. You know I'm a basketball guy. And, and you know, sometimes it takes losing the close games before you can win the close games. Now, you, you prefer that doesn't happen, but sometimes it does. There's a natural growth that comes from going through those experiences. You know what went wrong. You know what it takes. And then the next time you're in that situation or the next year when you're in that situation, in this case, you're able to better handle it. And, you know, this team believes in each other. And I think we saw against Purdue the way that they didn't give up and, and kept fighting. Same thing against Virginia. There is an intangible quality about this team that I, I think Dino's right. We haven't really seen that since 2018, and and he says it started over the summer with you know activities they were doing together off the field and 
team bonding and so on and so forth. And those things, like it's hard to quantify those things, Paulie, but I think they absolutely, you know, we talk about chemistry and, you know, winning the off season and we joke about some of those things, but there are intangibles that, that go into a winning recipe. And I, I think right now this, this team has that. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm also to wait and see seg- segment of the schedule. Cause they're going to play really good teams yep. for the next, no doubt after Wagner, it's six weeks of really good football. And you got to beat one of those teams if you want to get to a bowl game that's above a six and six. But you, you know, you you could you could play in a special bowl game this year. You know, latest one of the latest projections I saw was a New Year's Eve bowl. I mean, that, yes, that's, that would be great, right? Or you're in the, you know, you can't be picky at this point, but you know, there is a difference between the Gasparilla Bowl and the. <laughs> And playing on New Year's. Yeah, right. No doubt. Uh, we can circle back to this, certainly, and we, and we will. Let's beat Wagner. They will. Let's, let's beat Wagner. Wagner hasn't won a game since 2018, right, yeah, or 2019, beat, rather. Let's beat Wagner. Get out of there without uh, anybody getting hurt. Let's get some big reps for the second string. And uh, let's worry about either a top uh, 15 NC State or a top 5 NC State. We'll have fun. We'll we'll know that Saturday night, about uh, close to midnight, you know, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock Saturday night. We'll know just how big that game's going to be. I think it's going to be a October top 15. fifteen NC State. I agree with you. I, I agree. And not with a you. and not a top five. I think Clemson has figured some things out, especially and, on offense. And I They're, think NC State's beatable. Yeah, I know I, you do. I'm aware. I'm aware. I said it. Uh, we'll circle back to the SU football talk as the show moves along. When we come back, John Schmelk, host reporter for the New York Giants, will be with us as we look back on last night's Giants loss to the Cowboys. First loss of the season for New York. 23-16 was the final. We'll talk about it next on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Orange Nation. I've been uh, waiting to get some public enemy in, and uh, we're doing all Def Jam songs for the next two days. Rebel without a pause, this one, Steve. Were you a Flavor Flav guy? No, he annoys me. Yeah, right? I feel like Chuck D would have been better on his own. It's just that's hot take. Although Cold Lampin' with Flava is a great tune. Public Enemy would uh, be the same without uh, without Flavor Flav. I agree. It's like it's like all your past co-hosts, Steve. They're just they don't do anything. Just getting in the way. Yeah, yeah. I think Chuck D would have been just fine by himself. We did learn that PMD and EP uh, didn't do so hot alone. That's but true. when they're together, they were they were great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I, I held off on EPMD and LL Cool J and the Beastie Boys because we've already played them. So that's those guys that didn't make the cut of this. this Although, uh, we, I mean, Public Enemy, we could have had a Public Enemy day. We will eventually. Yeah. Third Here. base, not so much. Public <laughs> Enemy, yes. Uh, all right, let's go to our phone lines. Not a Public Enemy. No, on the we, phone we love Stephen North Syracuse. He's joining us now on the show. Hey, Steve, how are you today? Well, uh, I'm, I'm here to pick some nit about the football team. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after the first two, uh, the, firstly, there's two things I want from every game. I want Syracuse to win, and I want to emerge from the game with a lot of optimism about future wins. 
And uh, uh, the first two games of the season provided me with both of those things. And uh, I was flying high, and I was looking down the schedule, and I was saying, well, Clemson doesn't look so tough. They got that quarterback who doesn't do so well. And uh, I don't think Notre Dame's as good as they were uh, uh, under uh, Brian Kelly and so on. So, And people were actually talking about 1987, which was a year where we'd had uh, two decades of mediocrity. We'd been five and six the year before. And uh, we started winning games, and I remember calling shows then. People were uh, uh, wondering what was going to happen, and one guy called in and predicted we would go 11 and 0. And uh, everybody, including the host, scoffed at him. We aren't going 11 and 0. Forget about that. And we won 11 and 0. And I thought, could that be happening again? And these last two games, uh, granted, Purdue looks like one of the better teams in the Big Ten. It, it was great to get a victory over them. But the, the horrible first half we had there and the, the big plays we gave at the end, and we we wouldn't have uh, been able to pull it out if they'd kept their mouths shut. And then Virginia, we marched straight down the field and score uh, with the first uh, possession. I thought, boy, this is going to be easy. We never got into the end zone again. And uh, uh, made all kinds of mistakes to keep them in the game, and had to pull it out at the end. Uh, we're four and all. Uh, we're going to be five and all. Wagner's probably the worst team we played in the post World War II era. Uh, and uh, but it's going to be a game that doesn't mean anything. Uh, we, we've had a lot of games against bad FCS teams where we blew them out and it meant absolutely nothing in the next game. And this is a FCS team that has lost 23 games in a row. They used to be a Division Three team, and they moved up so they could get guarantee games like this. And that that's going to do us no good, especially if, if the injuries keep piling up. I'm very concerned about the the running game. Why, why can't we get the running game uh, going when we were so fabulous at it last year? So I'm kind of deprived of that. Uh, uh, it would have been three weeks of feeling just absolutely wonderful about the team and and you know shaking my fist at the future schedule and wait till you guys see our team. And I, I, I don't feel the ability to do that. Now, I'm a longtime Mets fan and I'm a longtime SU fan. So bragging about my team is not something I'm used to doing anyway, but I'd like to be able to do that, and I, I, I really feel like I've been deprived of that chance until we can come back and beat some really good teams, then I'll feel good about it again, but this was going to be a great three weeks, and I'm not so sure about it now. All right, Steve. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. I would say this. It's um, to, to win a game when you don't have your best stuff, I think there is something to be said. Uh, for being able to do that. And they clearly didn't have their best stuff against Virginia, and they found a way to win. I, I don't know why they can't run the ball. I think some of it certainly is defenses are scheming for it, but I think it's more than that. We discussed it on the show, Pauly. I, I do think, I, I think Adam Terry's right. I think Sean Tucker might be a little more banged up than he's letting on. Um, it, it it hasn't been it hasn't been too effective, the the run game. Um, at, least, at least Tucker. And he's, he's getting a won. lot of attention. Let's see what happens moving forward, but it's certainly not going to get any easier. It's going to get more difficult with NC State and Clemson and all the rest. So I understand where Steve's coming from about the the tempered, you know, optimism and they're four and zero, but they're about to be five and zero. But there are issues, and he's right, there are issues. But you would much prefer to to win those games and have issues to fix than lose those games and have issues. There's to fix. a lot of number signs in the schedule ahead. Yeah, yeah hashtag. Yep. hashtag 
Top 25. 24, 5, 22, 23. Yeah, there are a lot of those, and that's going to be difficult, but that'd be difficult for everybody. You know, but I feel like Syracuse has got a chance to win a lot of games this year right now. And I guarantee, Steve, that if if Syracuse finds a way to beat NC State, I know it's going to be a tall task, but if it happens that day, if you're right, if NC State truly is not all that great and – you know, the Dome crowd does its part, and Syracuse plays well coming off the bye, and they win that game. I guarantee him that he'll have that, you know, that that uh, shaking the fist uh, in the air moment that he wants because then that you're talking about 6-0 and and watch out. But. Uh, and I'm going to also disagree a little bit with Steve on the Wagner game. Every school plays games like these, and to say it's not going to do anything, it's basically giving Syracuse a win, which they are not guaranteed, and, you know, it puts you a game closer to winning a bowl. It Allows you to get healthy, hopefully, and not move backwards. You know, in, in the recovery department, gives you basically a longer stretch to prep for NC State. It's there's a lot, lot of benefits of it, and everybody plays them. And maybe a get right game for the yeah. running game. And again, I know that that's not necessarily going to translate moving forward against NC State, Clemson, but. It, it could help with the confidence. It could help with the scheming it type It could situation. allow the running back to get healthy. Well, yeah, right. You know, maybe he doesn't play all that much. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then just I, I look back at the 87 season, and, you know, Syracuse didn't beat a ranked opponent that year until October 17th, which, again, is essentially, it's, that's almost look. exactly the same date as the NC, NC State's October 15th. They they started undefeated, but they didn't they didn't beat a ranked opponent until Penn State on October 17th. Syracuse could, will be 5 and up. Yes, they may not be favored in a game after Wagner till the BC game. Correct. I think so there's, it's a, there's not a lot, good chance of that. You, you know, so there's not a lot of, uh, you know, there'll be upsets. They're gonna have they're they're five and zero, oh, but one upset puts them in a bowl game. No upsets could put them in yeah, a bowl game, yeah. right? I mean, you don't want to wait until the last game, but I mean, that would be, that, that was that like, would be so I, brutal. It would and be it, tough. It, it is kind of how I predicted it to roll. I up. know, I know. Well, you, I think you gave them, didn't you give them two of the last three or something yeah, I, like that? I had them winning. You said Florida, Florida State, State, Wake Forest, Wake or BC. You said you were going to win two or three yeah. to close out the year, and that may happen. You know, Florida State, I think, is better than we thought. Wake Forest, especially with Sam Hartman back, it's a road game. That's going to be a really tough one. Um, but you're right. Upsets happen. We've seen it a lot in college football so far. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Syracuse beat Notre Dame. I mean, I, I, I'm not predicting it at this stage. but I think the talent difference the, is going to right. pay they're, off at that point. Okay, yeah. yeah. And NC State's more talented. But I, I think they could pick off one of these home games. You know, NC State, Notre Dame, Florida State, they're, they're all teams that are better than Syracuse. Winning at Pittsburgh isn't as difficult as I would have thought going into the season either, though. You know, as much as they may be underdogs in all these games, I think Pitt's more winnable. I think Wake is more winnable. I think the NC State game looks a little more winnable. They could lose them all, but, you know. Right, right. right. I mean, they're going to have to pull at least a mini upset. I don't know if it's yeah. going to be a sizable upset, yeah. but, yes, they're going to have to win a game that they're not projected to win uh, if you want to get bowl eligibility before the BC game. I would agree with that. Um, all right, let's take another time out here. 315-437-7644 is the number if you'd like to get in touch with us. Phone lines will remain open until one thirty. Do you think this is a negative way of looking at things, Steve, the way we're doing it? Where we're being called out for being negative, thinking 6-6. Six six. They could win any of those games we just said. It's just they'll be underdogs. I, You know what? I, I, 
you can't win. Like if you know, if we, I, I just like to say it like how I think. Like that's what I think. I think there is a there is a, a chance that they're going to lose. They could be six games in a row. They could six end this season with only six wins. You, you can't please if everybody. If things go Paul. horribly wrong, they could end with five wins. They could end if, with eight. Yes, I mean yes, it's it's could. all on the table, and that's the beauty of this start they, is I, that it keeps the the whole season now is going to be interesting, right? If they had started three and two. You know, going into NC State, you could look at it and be like, man, they got a big uphill battle to get to a bowl game. No matter what happens from here on out, the rest of the season, I don't know if all the fans are going to be engaged, but like certainly us as media members, we're going to be engaged. I think most of the fan base is going to be engaged because at any point, any game puts them over the top into a bowl eligibility. And you know you got BC last. So even if they lose six in a row... This this team this season it's going to be meaningful right up until the very end by me, starting at yes. five and zero. This team isn't going to go undefeated. No, the schedule is too tough. Yes, I don't know what would be the optimistic look for us. They could beat NC State. I've been saying that's you know if Syracuse is going to pull one of these upsets, I think that's the game it's going to be. And again, the, just the, the comparisons between this year and '87 or '2018. This schedule is way tougher. Well, that, that's what I'm saying is that in their regular season that year, they played one ranked opponent. Penn State was the only ranked opponent they played, and then the next ranked opponent they played was obviously Auburn in, in the Sugar you? Bowl. How dare you diminish the history? No, I'm not. Of I'm not diminishing it. I'm just saying that that '87 team did not have to play you know, five or six ranked no, opponents. They, beat they played Rutgers, one. Miami of Ohio. And West Virginia was Colgate, West Virginia Navy. was legitimately good. I mean, West Virginia yes. was good. You yes. look at what, what West Virginia did the following year. West Virginia was legitimately good, and that was a great win and, and dramatic and, and all that. And we remember that. Look, if that schedule was like that schedule cost them a national championship. That's a good year. point. Yeah. But it also put them in position <laughs> so, for it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's both ways. Yeah. Because yeah. if they were playing, you know, this you know if they were playing five six ranked opponents who knows maybe they would have look, navigated they blew it. out the number te- ten team in the country that right. year they blew did. them out yes so I'm not going to be like Steve I mean they they blew out everybody really with the exception of West Virginia they they won every game by double figures with the exception of the West Virginia game and then obviously the Auburn game so that's saying something I mean they were they were crushing people so look, they may very well have been able to navigate this schedule but the point is they didn't have to play five or six ranked opponents. And it's easy to say now you're be, we're being negative. I would have taken six wins at the beginning of the season. I'll take them at the end. I'm of not the sure. Season. I'm not sure how it's negative. It's just going to be fun. We get blamed for being too positive, and now we're being. This makes every game fun, right? Doesn't it? It, it makes. Yes. A, it keeps the rest of the season like it's. It, it'll be interesting the rest of the it, way, no matter what happens. They, as a Syracuse football fan, over the past few years, they could have. There's been years Syracuse would have lost to Louisville, Purdue, and Virginia. And we'd be rolling into this meaty part of the schedule just like, oh, my God. Two and three with wins over UConn. And you Wagner. know what we'd be talking yeah. about right now? Basketball season. It was season. the first yeah. practice yeah, of basketball season. That's what I season. said. I said that. Yes. I'm, I am 100% in agreement with you. That is shocking. That I, might be the most shocking news story ever. But the rest of the season is, there is interest now the rest yes, of the way. No yes. matter what happens. Every game is an opportunity op- to be bull I am optimistic now because of what they've done. Yeah. And I will be for the rest of the season. All right. We'll uh, we'll wrap up our I'll number one next on bowl. ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 at 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. <laughs> Uh, we're doing all Def Jam songs. I, I don't even want to do a sports show today. I just want to 
play these songs. I could recite this entire song. A children's story from Slick Rick the Ruler. Another the, great one, Paulie. Yes, this Good album, al- this album probably one of the most politically incorrect albums, although this is a touching story. This is. That you can play. Here we go. Once upon a time not long ago when people wore pajamas and lived like slobs. <laughs> that it's is a great, a great song. song. It really is. It is a children's story. Uh, Don't rob people. That's your that's your lesson in that song. That you need could a be song a, to tell you that. That could be a, that could be a, a potential uh, beat for uh, for Jordan's next. Uh, I just next broke song. my own rule of don't sing the bump songs. That one is so good. That'd be a great it parody song. It gets nothing song, but le- better too yes. with these Def Jams. How are you feeling about uh, uh, Def Jam Day? I'm loving it. Uh, Jordan, Jordan, thoughts? Def Jam Day is good. Wait till we get into Kanye tomorrow and. Montel Jordan. I gotta wait until tomorrow for DMX and Jay Z. Oh, big pimping. Can you? You didn't hear that. Nobody heard that. We're good. I don't know if you know this. That was song was written about me. (laughs) Just when you think big pimping. I'm selling that. (laughs) I'm selling that. But uh, let's let's buy ourselves super quick. We're gonna dive deeper into NFL as uh. The top of the hour rolls around, but this is our first blind buy or sell. We don't even have the topics. It's, ac- it's actually not. I see the topics. I now. just changed the order on you. Uh, this one, uh, I want to get Aaron Judge's thoughts on this first. But buy or sell, Aaron Judge still stuck at sixty home runs. Teams wouldn't admit it. They are clearly afraid to give up number sixty-one. I know last night was different. Extra innings, game on the line. Blue Jays trying to keep their season alive, but. Here's how Aaron Judge responded to getting walked in extras, and I want to hear what you guys think about you, it. You never know. I, I don't think I've been hitting lefties well all year, so you never you never know what you know analytics is going to say. But um, I think once they made the move, I kind of had a feeling. But you got you got to stay locked in in that position. You can't you know think you're going to get walked, and all of a sudden you're you know, stepping in the box facing 98. So uh, yeah, I try to stay locked in until they tell me to move on. You almost said there, he's like, eh, well, I don't hit that great against lefties. Maybe you should throw me a pitch. Are you getting sick of watching Judge get walked? I no. mean, it worked out for, for the Blue Jays, obviously. It was the right strategy. They load the bases. They get out of the inning. They end up winning in the bottom of the 10th. Um, you know, I, I, I'll say this. Everybody is pointing to the fact he hasn't hit a home run since last Tuesday, which I get. It's not like he's in a slump, though. I mean, is, he's batting yeah. over 300 in that time, I believe. I think he's yeah, like he, five for... Sixteen, something like that. Over the court with with a ton of you know ton of walks. What's amazing to me is that it took to this late in the season for people to start walking him. Well, that's what I don't get. Like a month ago, I honestly think the Blue Jays are pitching to him in that situation. Now that the sixty-first home run is on the line, I feel like all these teams are reassessing their strategy. I don't know that it's the team. I think it's probably more of the pitchers are just not throwing them. <laughs> They're so, shook. Yeah, no, you don't want to. They be don't want to be the guy, right? Yeah. Do you think this is uh, affecting Judge at all? Like Bryce out there, no. one of our big New York sports loving interns, he thinks Judge is nervous. He's observed him taking more time outside the batter's box between no. at bats. Tell no? him to get a life. Um, if you're counting the clock on your Aaron Judge outside the batter's box, you're bored. Well, wouldn't with, like, you be shook if you were Aaron Judge? No, he's a I, pro I don't athlete. Think, I don't think he's shook. I, it, is there more pressure on? Like, does he want to get it over with? Of course he does. I mean, Michael K. brought up the point during the telecast last night. 
you know, he said his teammates really want him to get this done because they, I mean, it, it's, it is stressful for everyone involved. There's no doubt. Everybody's being asked about it, including him. Every game, it's, you know, six questions about that, and then it's everything else that happened. Do I think it's affecting his play? Not really. I mean, if you watched the game last night, I had it on the office with the Giants game next to it. You know, he made some Humble really break. nice plays in the outfield. He's batting. Again, I think I think he's 5 for 16 since last Tuesday when he hit the last one. He's getting walked a lot. It's not like he's he's in a slump. He's still hitting. He's still doing his job. So it's not like all if of a sudden he's batting like oh forty eight since you know since number sixty. I can't believe the amount of time he's spending outside of the batter's box. I don't think there's any question, Paulie, that there's more pressure. Like there is, well, there yeah, just there is. Can he get it in the postseason? Or does it still? Count? It, w- it no? wouldn't count. No? It okay. wouldn't count the post. I mean, it would. It would count. It just wouldn't count. If he doesn't get it, who 61. cares? And if he does get it, good for him. You know, he's got family members at every game. He's got members of the Maris family at every game. I'm sure that it's on his mind. Obviously, he's still like hitting he, great. Right. So I'm um, win games. That's all he should be worried yeah, about. Right they now. won seven in a row until last night. So. Yeah. So win games. Yeah, they're fine. He's fine. Everybody's fine. Okay. Stop nitpicking his time outside the batter's box. Um. Okay. Fair. I got. I got one more quick one for you. Now that Miles Garrett is out of the hospital, I feel more comfortable talking about this. But did you see that story? So over the weekend. His car rolled over in a one-car accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got never, minor injuries. Good. He's all good. There were others in the car. They're healthy. But it's come out that Miles Garrett apparently swerved on a wet road to avoid hitting an animal, which led to his car flipping over. Uh, buy or sell, swerving off the road to avoid an animal. <laughs> I, I think it's instinctual. Yeah. So here's the thing. Have you ever hit a deer in your car? Have you ever heard anything like well, if never, a dog runs in front of your car, you you're move to get out of yeah. the way? If anything, if sometimes I mistake a blowing garbage bag as an animal and I swerve to get out of the way, it's instinctual. Yeah, I would agree with Paulie. I do think it's instinct. And so you guys sp- totally buy it. Well, you I, may have been speeding, but I do buy that it. That's what caused it. I, I don't know the circumstances of it. I hope that it was nothing. Um, Nefarious? Yeah, sure. There, there were no uh, substances involved. Yeah, so yeah, that, he was released okay. from the hospital. Good, good, good for him, yeah. All right, so that all that's good. Um, yeah, I'm going to say... Do don't, I buy that as an excuse? Yes, I do, because I think we've all been in that situation. Maybe you haven't, but, you know... Should you just kill the animal? Is that what you're getting at? I'm like, not saying that, but you don't want to drive off the road with passengers in the car. You, I, it's instinctual, dude. You're going to I swerve. need to know what the animal was. If it was like a squirrel, it's kind of like, sorry, buddy. If it was like a deer, I get it. But you got passengers in the car, yeah, man. But even you if can't it's, swerve even off if it's the road. a squirrel, your body, it's instincts. No, you're... You're going to swerve. I've never hit one. Every time I see a deer on the side of the road while I'm driving, I like tense up and admittedly my eyes close a little for a second. Your eyes close. That's I, get, so I get shook. I'm ready for I'm Keep ready the for eyes that. open. Yeah. Please, Jordan, I'm, please I'm, keep your eyes it's open. It's only for a second. Don't worry. I'm learning a lot about Jordan right now. Don't ever drive with him, apparently. If I see a deer, I close my eyes. If you're a squirrel, be off the road when Jordan's driving. You don't give a damn. No, well, look, man. Passengers in the car. Sorry, squirrel. It's you or me. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I buy that as an excuse, though. Yes. To avoid a, an yes. animal, absolutely. Okay. I don't care what I, I don't care if it's a bug. You should try to avoid all animals as well, <laughs> yes. Jordan. Jordan. Jordan's got like a, a pecking order. Of, right? Look, dude, I'm not trying to hit any animals. Do you process but... all that in the split second? Like, what animal is this? Do I have passengers in the car? Should I swerve? I always hate the person that gets mad at me 
when I stop for the squirrel in the middle of the road and they can't see it. And it's like the squirrel is now scared and doesn't know which way to go. So it's just like running back and forth in and front of like my car. pulling up on your left trying to look yeah. around like, what's the hold up? Bam, bam, and then all of a sudden the little squirrel squirts out. <laughs> I love squirrels. Thank you. I love all animals. All right. I will, uh, I'll swerve. I'll swerve. I think most people do. I Apparently don't. Jordan closes his eyes. Uh, only for like half a <laughs> second. Just don't close your eyes. Yeah. Don't close your eyes. It's more of like a very elongated blink than a closing <laughs> I feel of the like eye. If any, like there should be driving police that if they hear that, they should come take your license away from you. <laughs> hey, this guy drives with his eyes closed. Come get it. Well, you know, if that's the reason my license gets taken away, then so be it. All right. Uh, hour number one in the books. We got plenty more to come in hour number two. We are going to talk some Q's basketball down at the Toto coming up at 1.30. We'll also uh, get more into uh, week three of the NFL as we put a, a, a wrap on week three. Look ahead to week four. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.